Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Highlights for breakfast, week 11 action coming up this hour. It is Thanksgiving week. Hey. Welcome to Good Morning Football. Yes, we'll be here every morning. We're presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. And weirdly, guys, each of the six teams playing Thanksgiving this Thursday lost mm. week 11. Bears, They're doing that Lions, dance. Yeah. Raiders, Cowboys, like Bills, it. Saints. We show you how it all went down. Of course, happy Monday. It's November 22nd. Thanks for joining us. My name's Kay, Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, and Super Bowl champion... Sean O'Hara. What's up, Sean? How we doing? Rock and roll, baby. And you know what I love on a football weekend? I love when the Sunday nighter is the best game of the Ooh. Could it have been this weekend? Let's get to it, if you don't mind. Steelers versus Chargers. This one was awesome. Electric. And it got really nuts late. If you stayed up, God bless you. The Chargers stare down the face of a fourth quarter collapse, and Herbert says, not on my watch. They win. They get to 6-4. and four. Really entertaining game. My math tells me I think it's 81 points. Is that right? I don't know. No, 78. Yeah. 78. <laughs> That's what it is. Brandon Staley, probably born around 78, spoke after the game, maybe 83. Were the Chargers prepared, Coach, for a game like this? Our, our guys were ready for a fight today. And I know how the game expressed itself in that fourth quarter, and it turned into a wild ride. But we were ready for it because we've played nine games before today where we've been preparing for a fourth quarter like that. And when the fourth quarter happened the way it did, our guys stayed connected. We played our best at the end. We finished the game on our terms. And I can't say enough about our players and coaches because that's as good of a win as we've had. Brandon Staley's Chargers have given us every reason to trust them. And there they sit at 6-4, and four, taking up the AFC playoff picture last night. They are sitting there in a wild card spot. The Steelers drop out to the in the hunt column. They're on the outside looking in after that loss. It was a nice back and forth. Chargers won on Sunday Night Football. Shrags, what you think? Uh, th- watching that playoff picture graphic is crazy because you're like, oh, those are all new teams and new places from last week. And that's how it changes. And last week, you know, the Chargers give away that game against Minnesota at home. And you're like, ah, this one, they're up 17 points and they're rolling. Herbert is just running everywhere he wants. Mm-hmm. He's throwing. 
And here come the Steelers. And then it's a crucial fourth and one. And Staley's 80% on fourth and one. They're on their own 35. And he's like, we're going for Let's it. Put this game away. And Eckler's stuffed. Yeah, and close. you could feel the momentum change. I know I was being flippant with the terrible towels, but there was a lot of Steelers fans. All right, so here come the Steelers, right? Chargers defense, we need you to stop up. First down, nothing. All right, Ben, second down. Little short one here to Washington. Third down. You got to step up, Chargers defense. You got to do it. Here we are. And they stopped them. They held them to a field goal. That, to me, was the biggest difference here, that they actually stopped the bleeding. The Chargers defense found a way to stop it. They forced a field goal. We know Mike Williams comes down and scores, but they went for it. And for the first time this year, like, it didn't work. And everyone was looking at each other like, wait a second, maybe this is going to go a different way. But then the defense stepped up. Mm -hmm. They gave up. 37 points, and yet when they needed that defense the most, they were able to stop the bleeding. Big win for the Chargers. They showed that, yeah, we can give it away, but we can take it back, too. That's not what they've been doing historically, and that's not what they've been doing this season. So, great win for the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers defense stepped up. Joey Bosa with a big sack mm -hmm. right there at the end of the game, an exclamation point. I'm with you, Shregs, on this, because the Chargers, you know, we just heard Staley talking about how we were ready for a fight. We were ready to express ourselves. And yet, with a 14-point lead, the Chargers almost let it get away. And it feels like, all right, man, the Chargers are going to blow this game at home after dominating it. And then they didn't. And then Herbert with the big rally, the big throw to Mike Williams. And I just felt like the Chargers, like, they kind of grew up last night. Mm -hmm. And it was like that was a big boy win. They battled. They took the big blows coming back, no pun intended, Cam Hayward. They, they withstood those big punches and still found a way to come out mm -hmm. with the win. Mm -hmm. I was glad to see it, too. I, I, I don't know, as, as a spectator, I get tired of the storylines the whole time when one team gets branded with one thing, that the Chargers choke and the Chargers collapse. The headline this morning on Yahoo, Chargers tried chargering but get a huge touchdown to beat the Steelers late. It gets tired for me. They, uh, you name it. The Bears don't have a quarterback. The Lions are miserable. The Chargers blow it late. I've done it as much as the next person. It just gets old. And I, I think it's also unfair. Justin Herbert has nothing to do with any of that. All those losses that have led to that reputation, Staley wasn't there for, Herbert wasn't there for. It is just an easy, convenient reach to go get it. And he said, screw it. I'm not doing it. He threw a touchdown to Mike Williams in which the Steelers blew the coverage. They blew it. The Chargers didn't. And what's exciting about this, I think, in the big picture is like, why not us? Why not the Chargers? They point to a team, the AFC, and tell me why they can't win the whole thing. New England's very hot right now. New England has a rookie quarterback. We'll get to them. Why couldn't the Chargers get hot at the end of the season and rip off a few playoff wins? Because I don't see anybody else who is a lock to defeat them. Name the team that is just, oh, you can count on them. No, it is wide A open, and L.A. starts making plays, and they got a confident quarterback and a fearless coach. Why not us? It's exciting. So I'm with you. I think we have a PR problem sure. in L.A. We need to, and Kyle, maybe you and I can put our heads go together on. and we can be a PR agency and sort of help this idea of chargering go away. Because at least this season, they haven't let a game slip through their fingers. This notion of chargering hasn't happened. It didn't happen yesterday. They gave up that huge lead. They rallied and saved it. They've been coming through clutch all year. I went back and looked in these dominant wins. I feel like this is like... We're, I'm beating my head. We keep saying, like, they didn't charge her. It didn't happen. To mm -hmm. your point, uh, the Mike Williams touchdown to beat the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Then they had fourth down after fourth down to win the shootout over the Browns. Then they had being in complete control on a six-minute drive against the Eagles to keep Jalen Hurts on the bench. I don't think that chargering is a thing anymore. How do we get rid of this? Like, mm -hmm. what do they need to do? Maybe Nationally somebody... televised wins, like last night. You know, you know, we were talking last week. A couple more. take on the identity of their city, and I was saying the Rams are soft and famous. The Chargers are opposite. Like, there's 50,000 terrible towels in that stadium last night. I mean, 50,000. And they didn't care. They were so tough and so tenacious. They're going the opposite way from that L.A. soft stereotype. 
nationally televised wins like that, and like that thing becomes irresponsible to talk about the Chargers. The door was left open, though. You want them to not let that door open. Got this it. game, I mean, baby I, steps. First three quarters, the Chargers were just kicking the crap out of the Steelers, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, this game's tied. How this happened? How this happened? They won the game, though. That's yes. huge. That's huge. Yes. But imagine this is a, equity. Imagine a world where it didn't get to that point. Mm -hmm. I think that's what you're waiting for. With but the that's Chargers. not charging, right? Chargering by definition is something wonky happens. They lose the game right at the end. Yeah, I'm not even being flippant. The, the whole red zone thing, the witching hour they come up with, it is because of the Chargers yeah. specifically, and that's why they did it. They won this game. I know what you're saying, Peter. It wasn't yeah. pretty, but yeah. like and the other team loses it. No. Maybe steps. Sure. Progress. Uh, Ian Rappaport joining us now. More highlights all morning. Ian, uh, let's check in on some teams that do have a short week because they are dabbing turkeys on Thanksgiving. What is the latest with Bears quarterback Justin Fields, and who will the Cowboys have available at wide receiver on Turkey Day? Well, we'll start with Justin Fields. He left yesterday's game early and seemed to be in a lot of pain holding his rib area. He had x-rays after the game, I'm told. X-rays were negative, so as of right now, based on the test yesterday, no fracture in his ribs for Justin Fields, believed to be just bruised ribs. Now, he's going to have more tests today. He's going to be monitored. We've seen a couple examples this year of when we thought a guy had negative X-rays, thought a guy had bruised ribs, then he had the CT scan, and it's worse, so we will see what the future tests hold for Justin Fields. But as of now, believe it's just bruised ribs, just such a quick turnaround to play the Lions on Thanksgiving. We may end up seeing Andy Dalton after all, but more on that as we get through the week. Meanwhile, for the Dallas Cowboys, it looks like they're going to be without two of their top receivers going into their Thanksgiving game against the Raiders. We knew Amari Cooper is not playing. He tested positive for COVID-19. He is unvaccinated, so he is out two games. And then C.D. Lamb, you're seeing him walk off the field right now. He got diagnosed with a concussion in the NFL's concussion protocol. There's been nothing firm and final, but four days is, is incredibly quick for someone to get through the concussion protocol. It sure seems right now like both these guys will be out, okay? Thank you so much, Ian, for the updates there. The Cowboys do face those Raiders. That is the middle of the turducken. Then Chicago, Detroit up first, Buffalo in New Orleans. Both Stephon Diggs and Trayvon Diggs, uh, those two brothers, will be performing and playing out there on Thanksgiving. Chiefs and Cowboys, it was the game of the day. Maybe the game of the season with the hype and the buildup for this one. Dak versus Mahomes. Chris Jones was everywhere. He only had three <laughs> sacks entering this game. He had three and a half sacks in this one game. All right, Chiefs hold the Cowboys, the mighty Cowboys offense, to under 10 points. Kansas City, they're 7-4. and 19-9 going into the bye week. Not bad, Kansas City. Let's hear it from... Patrick Mahomes on the Chiefs' defense, helping the offense get the job done. He got lost because the offense wasn't playing very well, that we were winning games because of the defense, and so people were so used to our offense kind of going out there and putting up these numbers. But I would say it every week when I was right here at the podium, like, you get, don't lose how good our defense is playing. And to go up against an offense like that, that has put up so many yards, so many scores and touchdowns, and then to shut it down, I mean, that, that's impressive. And so for us as offense, when you, get in, when you get in these kind of funks that we kind of did in that second half, we know if we just can just grind it out, get field goals, try to find a way to get a touchdown, then we're going to win the football game. Mm, he credits his defense, and he should. should. KC moves to 5-2 and two in games in which Mahomes does not throw a touchdown, which is a huge credit to the defense and very good to see. And also, shout-out Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who's mm. gone for so long. Granted, that taunting thing happened, but he racked up 76 yards and a touchdown on 14 touches after missing those six weeks. What would you make of the win? 
Yeah, but for me, it was about the defense. And we've been talking for weeks about Mahomes and this offense and what's wrong. It seems broken, the turnovers. And to have him stand up at the podium and say, look, I didn't have to do a whole lot because my defense played so well. To hold the Cowboys to nine points, the number one scoring offense in the league right now, and they shut them down. And it's the way that they did it. They did it by rushing four. They didn't do it because Spags, the defensive coordinator, is dialing up all these manufactured blitzes and pressures and exotic looks. It was just Chris Jones going stone cold truth on this offensive line. Chris Jones all over the place. Three and a half sacks. Uh, he tipped the ball at the end of the game that led to the interception. Back-to-back -back sacks on one possession, and he even forced a fumble. He, he was a thorn in Dak's side, literally. This Chiefs defense, I thought the way how stout they played up front, and, and then when you look at just the pressure they created, uh, this is phenomenal. This is when you want to be playing your best football right now on both sides of the ball, and I was extremely impressed by their defense. Mahomes is right. Uh, this is a crazy stat. The fewest points allowed in the second half during weeks 6 to 10 of the last 20 years, the Chiefs, this unit of 2021, is the best ever. <laughs> like, it's this wild stat. And it, this season, it went from the Chiefs couldn't stop anybody at all to now being the Chiefs' defense is the primary reason they're 7-4 and four mm -hmm. and atop their division. Uh, I just think historically that like what they're doing right now, the turnaround was so wild that they could do this. This is just the last four games, but they're giving up less than 12 points a game, so my hats go off to, to the Chiefs' defense. And the offense, they figured it out against the Raiders. They struggled a bit yesterday, but they didn't have to do too much. Chiefs defense has been carrying the load, and guess what? That's team football. Whatever gets you through it. Maybe the next six weeks, it's going to be the Chiefs offense coming out of a bye, like, hey, we're going to light it up. But mm -hmm. the Chiefs defense has been the engine that has been I've been really leading this team. And, and I can't I can't imagine a defense in recent years where midseason they all of a sudden turn a switch on mm -hmm. and went from historically the worst defense That's of so all strange. time to historically the best defense of all time. What they were doing yesterday to Dak was incredible. And, you know, you could talk about Mike McCarthy, clock management, timeout management, into the half, all this stuff. It didn't matter. The Chiefs were winning this game. As long as the defense was manhandling that Cowboys offense, Chiefs were going to come out with that victory, and they did. They had no apologies for the way they're winning right now. It's weird, but it works, and the Chiefs' defense is leading the way. It is really weird. The Bills put 38 on them. The Ravens put 36. The Eagles scored 30 points yeah. on this defense that the Cowboys just put nine on. I, I don't think the Chiefs are back. They're just really good, and they're so different. Mm. I, I'm... I'm scratching my head under what what the hell is this team other than the team that wins every single week? It's it's almost like 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 they have had like a lot of work done and they just look different, but they still are the same person. I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. Like the, if you had Mahomes in fantasy yesterday, you lost. Like he just he barely did anything. He did not put up the big numbers. This wasn't this Chiefs Christmas where they come back and have this national display of like of shock and awe. The offense, Tyreek did some things and they scored enough, but it was still odd. It wasn't the Chiefs brand we've come to expect. But I have to come back to, I can't believe the Cowboys scored nine points. I, I can't believe it. And there's a lot of, you know, the Cowboys, well, we didn't have Amari and we lost to D. Like, last week I said this is the poser bowl. And whoever loses this game is a big old fake poser who thinks they're cool and good. And like, get Dallas, you got to be kidding me. Ezekiel, you got to be kidding me. This was an awful showing. Awful. Like, th I thought this was the best team in football a couple weeks ago. Now, like, it, you got crushed by the Broncos. And in this showdown, nine points? Like, I'm furious about it. Keeping it all the way real, are you worried about the Chiefs' offense? I he scored so. 16 points the first 16 minutes, three points the rest yeah. of the, the 44 minutes after that. Any concern, Travis Kelsey, the drops continue, any concern on their offense? Or does it matter because they're still finding ways to win? It's a tough question to answer. I see Tyreek running up and down the field. I see a crazy formation on the goal line that works. And I see all these, uh, these little shades of all the things they've done before. But then I see 19 points. 
You know what I see, though? I see an AFC, which, again, is no juggernaut. Yep. Is nobody great. So right now, five out of six, I cannot get up Monday morning and say, yeah, but they're often still. They just keep winning every week. I don't know. The Patriots are pretty great. They are good. They, are. they, they play really I good like D. <laughs> yeah, you, you know the Chiefs are going to be able to score points. That's never a question. Let's see. All right. Let's move on. You guys want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Apparently sure. He's got a toe injury. I can get you a toe by 3 o'clock. That's from the Big Lebowski. How about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yeah, he's back. He doesn't need With practice. With nail power. He finds Devontae Adams. How about Kirk Cousins, Whoa, though? He says, oh, what can you do? You got, are you going to rally back? Are you going to rally Skull back? Oh, no. oh, no. He's throwing interception. Savage with the big play. But wait. They're going to review this, Kyle. And, yep, that's right. The ball bounces out. Incomplete. Kirk Cousins gets another shot. Greg Joseph winning field goal. Kirk Cousins with the big win against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in the division. That was wild. All right, so Kyler's out again. Cardinals say, I'm not here for your nice, soft, little uh, motivational story, Seattle. We're going to Cardinals 9-2. Nine 9-2. And nine and How about it? Best team in the NFL? <laughs> Maybe. Colt McCoy at quarterback. I'm telling you, best team. Team in the NFL. you got to get it. Look at Tyron. Hey. Oh, my God. This is insane. Uh, Jonathan Taylor scored more touchdowns than any team yesterday. Did he? Nice. Yes. Any team in the oh. NFL. Got those highlights up next. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18, my first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust, he can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Colts, Bills. Good morning, Western New York. How are you this morning? Are you awake? 
Are you alive? Let's hope so. Jonathan Taylor just did whatever he wanted all game and confirmed, uh, I think, some well-founded fears about the Buffalo and the core and their toughness. And we're not going to pull any punches on you guys because the Colts didn't, your old buddy Frank Reich didn't. Uh, he's been nominated a lot of times for Ranking Runs. He's only won once. He, he, we called him the Susan Lucci of the set. All right, and there it is, 41 to 15. He really made the Bills all his children. 41 to 15, we're going to say it again. 41 to 15. A dominant performance. Six and four go to the Bills. Wow. Unbelievable. You won your fantasy league if you have Jonathan Taylor. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's over. End of story. <laughs> That's it. Vrabel, what are we going to do here? This is the worst team in football besides the Lions going into this game, and then they come out like a house on fire against oh. the Tennessee Titans. Oh. Houston Texans who have not won a game in months. How many times they picked off Tannehill? Four. Four interceptions. Unbelievable upset here. 22 to 13. Let's give out some game balls. David Culley, what do you say? Let's go, Culley. Well, when you do that and you don't turn it over, which we didn't do today, first time in a while, there's a pretty good chance you have a chance to win the fall game. One more thing about game balls. Who got game balls? Well, we didn't give out any game balls today. We ain't won enough ball games to get any game balls today, John. We're, 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 the whole team would get a game ball if we was giving out a game ball. What about you? No game ball from me. <laughs> I like that, actually. Let's take a look at the AFC playoff picture here. Titans, they are a half game ahead of the Ravens for the 1C in the AFC. Ravens squeaked out a win without Lamar Jackson. The Bills drop not only out of the AFC East, gentlemen, but they drop down to seventh. The final playoff spot in the AFC. I was sort of setting this agenda last week. Don't lose to the Colts, Bills. You're going to lose the AFC. The Texans, they're really banged up. The Bills are about as healthy as you can be, and they cannot beat a good team in the National Football League right now. I ask you guys, though, that was very subjective of me. Kyle, which of those game results did you find the most troubling, Titans or Bills? So, Buffalo, how do you want us to handle this? Because if we just want to be with the kid gloves and say, it's all right, you're going to be fine, like, we're over that. Last week, we were having a discussion about the Bills, and um, I said there's two things that I think vex the Bills fans. I don't know if we can run the ball, and I don't know if we can stop the run. Cue the waves of Bills fans coming in with statistics and where we rank defensively and blah, 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 blah. You can't stop the run. Derrick Henry trashed you. Jonathan Taylor trashed you. It, there's a, it, I just can't pull any punches this morning on a Monday morning. This is, this is a team that is getting body blowed to death yesterday. And you got the great safeties, and you got the cool quarterback, and you got the cool wide receiver. It just feels like, a, I don't know, like an MMA fighter who has no ground game. This was a tough tough loss and this is like the full come to Jesus oh my god our dream season is Kyle, now evaporating he jumped from the three yard line ah. and just jumped over players like <sighs> if he didn't jump you would have run through them like there, there was this is very troubling because you lost to Jacksonville fine it was a weird day everyone was getting struck by lightning that day this is this was the big one this is at home you haven't had a home game in three weeks and you come and the Colts do this to you the team that you beat in the playoff I, I got huge concerns and I'm not even getting into the guys in New England right now who I know terrifies you and I know this destroys your mental health I know it's a thing in Buffalo so right out. now they're coming you're going if you're mad about it this morning do something about it because that was a zero a I zero wanna, I want to start off by giving the Colts so much credit for good for you Peter into that building and demoralizing the Bills but if you're a Bills fan this morning, you know there's an industry in our sports media where you talk about jumping through the, the tables and talk about Buffalo Wings, and it's like there are sweet up there, like a small market team. Goo Goo Dolls! We, we love the Bills. <laughs> it's hard to show love for a team because you're supposed to be the favorites. You're supposed to be the lead dogs. You're, now you're not the hunters. You're the hunted for the first time in 25 years, and you're getting hunted down by every single good team. Okay, you mentioned it that like they've gotten fat off some teams that, oh, I don't know. 
you know, we played the Dolphins twice. You beat the Texans 40 to nothing. You beat the Jets. Washington when they were struggling and then the Chiefs when they were at their nadir this season. But look at those losses. Titans, good team. Steelers, good team. Colts, potentially great team. Mm -hmm. Jaguars, I don't know. I'm waking up this morning in Buffalo and I'm wondering, what are we? And yeah, New England's coming. And yeah, we've got them twice in the next couple of weeks. And then do I have any confidence that the Bills are suddenly going to rally around it? Kyle, I got the same thing. Everyone's saying they're number one in the league in defense. Look what they do. They've got this great point differential. You got fat on some really bad teams mm -hmm. early in the season. Mm -hmm. Go and beat the Colts. Don't lose 41 to 15 mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. Smash the tables all you want. You got to mm -hmm. actually do it on the field for mm -hmm. us to really rally mm -hmm. around. They played the weakest schedule in the NFL this year. So they've got to beat. They mm -hmm. just got to take care of business against the Patriots. We're not saying you can't. We're saying go do it. Yeah, a couple of tough losses for the Bills. This was their, on their defense, no doubt about it. And, and look, it's not just their defense that Jonathan Taylor's been running on. He's been running on a lot of teams. But a couple of weeks ago was their offense, scoring just nine points. Mm -hmm. Six. Uh, six points in, in, in a tough loss. But I look at, at the Texans beating the Titans right now. And I look at the Tennessee Titans and I say, what in the world's going on? They won eight straight games. And then despite all the injuries, I know you've got a lot of guys banged up. You're missing Derrick Henry. This was, a, this was a bad loss at home for the Tennessee Titans. And in a, in a rainy, sloppy game, normally you'd find a way to come away with a victory against a team like the Houston Texans who just find ways to lose week in and week out. Kudos to them for getting the win, but I thought this was a really mm -hmm. horrible loss for the Titans. Mm. Titans get New England now. Mm. They're super banged up. They get New England, and then the Buffalo Bills get New England. Mm -hmm. What do we make of the Titans? Weird. The Titans have a whole bunch of injuries. The Titans have been holding together mm -hmm. with leather and rivets, and they're trying to make this thing work. Point to the big Bills injury that is disabling them right now. No, they're as healthy as they can be. They, right they, now. They, they got all the guys. And you know what you do on a Monday morning after a bad loss like that? Just what you're saying. If you're a Bills fan, you're like, oh, let me check the schedule. Don't do it. Do not look at the schedule. That's not going to make you feel better. You play in the Superdome on Thursday. You play the Patriots. You play the Bucks. Like, what are you going to do about it? That's, that's a dismal outlook for a team right now that is, that is chasing its tail. I'm not giving up on the Bills, though. I believe, never mind Josh Jonathan, I believe in McDermott. I'm not bailing on them. I still think Kyle, they... Jonathan Taylor just scored another touchdown. Another it's, one? It's, what if the Colts were just really good? I the game was over. It's 7.40 a.m. I think he just scored another. Tackle them. The game has to be... What, how many overtimes are they in, Peter? How dare you? I, I still believe in Buffalo, but that's tough right now. What if the Colts are just really good, Kyle. Yeah, our Colts are really good. Yeah. Colts are real dangerous. We're going to talk about them a lot this morning. Don't get don't get at your 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 undies in a, in a knot. Indy. Undies in a knot. Yeah, I don't know. It just came out. Your undies in Indy. <laughs> uh, let's get the, the Indianapolis Colts. The right. Indianapolis. Let's go Bengals Raiders here. <laughs> Zach Taylor, after a two-game losing streak, his boys go to Vegas and Raiders. We want to love you, but gosh, is it hard. 32 to 13, they lose. Yo, 11 hitting the tables. How about the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Chicago Bears? And this would be a battle of the backup quarterbacks. Devontae Freeman is going to punch it in with 22 seconds left in the game. The Baltimore Ravens get the victory 16 to 13. Cam Newton returns to Carolina for the first time since week two, 2019. And did with great fanfare. Ron Rivera's back there as well. This one, though, early on was like, oh my gosh, Cam looks like the Cam of old and the Panthers. Away we go to the playoffs. It was that good early on. The celebration. First he spikes it. Then he reveals the Superman logo. But as we've often learned in superhero movies, sometimes there's another hero awaiting us. Taylor Heineke came and spoiled the day. Heineke goes in on Cam's Big homecoming game, and he brings a victory to his head coach, Ron Rivera, who gets a win over his former team. Heineke was awesome down the stretch. Only six incomplete passes through three touchdowns. Way to go, Heineke. Did Cam say after the game, the other one about him? <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs>
they wouldn't be a Monday here on Good Morning Football without a little Nate Burleson. Mm -hmm. So we welcome back one of our favorite triple threats in the business, CBS Morning's co-host, contributor to the NFL Today, as well as NFL Network, of course, the one and only Mr. Nathaniel Eugene Burleson. Hey, Nate. Hey, what's going on, Kay? What's up, everybody? Everybody at home watching uh, Good Morning Football this morning. How's everybody doing? Good. We're great. We're not so as great, great as you. I looked at your Instagram. You interviewed Oprah. You're shooting around in the garden with absolute Celtics legends, like unbelievable stuff. Paul Rudd, the Ghostbusters crew, but you still have time to hang out with us and share your espresso moment of week 11. What was it? Yeah, well, I, I did an interview uh, Young Thug, but I'm doing okay over here. Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like my espresso moment was the moment that Sean Harris was just talking about Justin Jefferson. It was an unbelievable catch in that game. You have Aaron Rodgers doing what he does, back in rhythm after not looking so good last week. And then Kirk Cousins going blow for blow. Kirk Cousins sticks in the pocket, delivers a ball on the outside where Justin Jefferson can get it. And, and then the, the catch and then knowing where the pylon is reaching in. Then you can tell he loved it because he got up and he just flexed. When a receiver gets up and he just flexes uncontrollably, that right there shows you that it's a big time moment for him and his team of course and not only did he have that catch but he had that one earlier in the game where he reached out like stretch armstrong style and almost got it across mm -hmm. the plane so justin jefferson had a really big game and that right there was my espresso moment nate i assume you're going to be on cbs on thursday for thanksgiving would that mean you're our rival yep. our opponent mm -hmm. are we going to be because we're going to be on also are we going up against you head to head now what's going on here mm -hmm. Nah, fam. I'm going to be on a little okay, after lunch. Good. I told them in my contract I'd never compete with Good Morning Football. That's family. I can't do that. Thank you. You feel I, me? I appreciate that. I was nervous, Nate, and I'm so grateful that you will not do that because I couldn't <laughs> handle that heat. I also can't handle the, the waiting for this. Who's your game ball from yesterday? I know you watched all of them. Oh, Peter, I know you like this one because I heard you talk about it. How about Jalen Hurts? He gets my game ball. He's been playing really good. Last week, he had a great game oh, in yeah. the air. This week, it was a great game game on the ground. I mean, he's using his legs better than any quarterback in the game right now. Kyler Murray's out. Lamar Jackson's out. So right now, he is the best dual threat quarterback in the game. And it just seems like they're doing such a good job of incorporating these runs in the game plan week in and week out. And of course, he can deliver the ball to the running backs. That combination with him and Devontae Smith is fantastic. That and one mixtape cross. Oh, baby! My godson with the crossover. It's like Rucker Park. So shout out to Jalen Hurts, man. He, listen, he didn't have a touchdown. He didn't throw for one, but he didn't throw an interception either. He had three rushing touchdowns, which to me, I could care less if you light up the skies if you're tearing up the ground. Oh, good stuff, Nate. I love that you're bringing a basketball in there. Kay calls you the triple threat. Is that shoot, pass, dribble? I, I know which one you're doing first right there. You're, you're, you're not pass passing. First. You're I'm a pass first somebody. guy. I want to get everybody involved. <laughs> I like it. Dishing out assists. All right, how about a, a pass right now that really, uh -huh. you know, grabbed your attention because of the catch? I know you love the, the uh -huh. toe drag uh -huh. swag. So what was your favorite catch from week 11? There was a few really good ones, uh, but I'm going to go with one from a Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver. So let's cue the graphics so I can get to this highlight because this was nice. It wasn't your traditional. It wasn't your typical. Joe Burrow tossing up corner route by Jamar Chase. He catches it and almost backs into the toe drag swag. Corner route in between the corner and the safety. And he catches it, and he doesn't need to look behind him because he has that awareness, that spatial awareness, the heel. getting his feet down and then dragging his heel. So it's more of a heel drag swipe. He's going to catch it, and then he just peeps exactly where he's at on the ground by looking down, but he knows that the end zone out of bounds is right behind him, so he just drags his heel. 
proves to the ref, I'm in, gets the touchdown. Shout out to Jamar Chase, a great catch and even better footwork. Normally, Nate, it's, it's smooth criminal, but that was heal the world. And I like the way he went with that. <laughs> oh. Nate, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. First of all, you jacking up trees in Boston. You can tear that up. That, that jumper was wet, Nate. I loved it. You were splashing. It made me happy. But this it. did not. We got GMFE business to talk about with you. Uh, for the last six okay. seasons, we've had a friend join the show Thanksgiving week, and it is a turkey, an animated turkey, who dabs. He puts his yep. little beak under his little wing, and he dabs. And we've loved mm-hmm. this creature for years and years and years. It turns out, um, yeah. I hope we have the, the turkey itself, it turns out that we are potentially no longer able to use this turkey because it is called a game day morning exclusive. It's been allegedly wiped from our switcher, so we are prepared to do whatever we need to do to reclaim the turkey, including, as one, twi- one tweeter pointed out, no turkey, no worky. And that is our new motto. So, Nate, your thoughts on the state of the dabbing turkey in the Good Morning Football program? Kyle, are you being serious right now? I know we like to joke yeah. around yeah. on the show a lot, but is this for real? We we don't have the turkey oh, yeah. anymore. I mean, I respect the game day morning crew, but I feel like mm-hmm. because because of us, because of Good Morning Football, <laughs> this turkey is ours. I mean, we worked. <laughs> <laughs> we worked. We worked so hard to make the turkey public. <laughs> Listen, all jokes aside, I just feel like we put our name behind something. We introduced it to mm-hmm. the world. Okay, so yes. I feel like we need to stand for what's right. I am willing to go on a hunger strike. I don't know if I can do it yes, Thursday, yeah. but right now, all the way up until yeah, Thanksgiving, right until we oh, okay. get this turkey back. And for that turkey, because we don't have it right now, I am going to... Yeah! Great job, Nate. Solidarity! Stand for something or fall for anything. That's right. Awesome. Exactly. We're in. We ain't no jive turkeys around here. There it is. <laughs> Nate for My man. My man. That was a good dab, Nate. Strong. Great dab. I mean, yeah. the, the truth is... Dabbing was not cool in 2016 when we right. started the show. It was, it was cool. long done. It was cool in 2015 when Cam Newton won the MVP. Then That's our show fact. came along. We put ourselves out there, Nate, and brought back the dab, and we were dragged for it relentlessly for about a year and a half. So, like, we put in the work and the sweat equity. It's ours, Kyle. Mm-hmm. And it will not be taken from us from these cold, dead hands. Take my eyes, just not the dabbing turkey. And, and I, I, it means a lot to know that you're with us. No doubt about it. I'm right there with you, man. We stand in solidarity. My man. <laughs> Nate, have a happy Thanksgiving from our breakfast table to wherever you will be, of course, on that CBS set and to your lovely family. Have fun, Nate. Happy holidays to you guys. Love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving, Nate. I'm coming over for leftovers. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm, have a beautiful week with the fam. And, of course, you're busy, busy, busy. We're busy here with some highlights after this. We saw a handful of big performances week 11. What is deserving of a game ballerooski? We'll hand them out after the break. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> hey, guys. Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, Cardinals versus Seahawks. The Cardinals, Adams was saying earlier, she thinks they're the best team in the entire NFL. They have an excellent record, and they're up 10 points on the road against Seattle. The Cardinals are 9-2. and two. They win by double digits. I was a Casey Kasem guy. Yeah. Let's go here. Let's get back to the captain. <laughs> Let's get back to the captain. So in uh, the Bears taking on the Ravens, Justin Fields out with a rim injury. Here comes Andy Dalton. But enter that man. That's not Lamar Jackson. That's Tyler Huntley. He's going to hand the ball off to Devontae Freeman. And he goes in for the score. The Baltimore Ravens get the victory. Ravens at 7-3, and three, perched atop the AFC North. It's not DJ Scribble. It's DJ Scribble. Scribble. Uh, yeah. Apparently. And if you Scribbles want to is what you do on your paper. What he's up to is currently the resident DJ at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Nice. Still rocking it. Let's go. Still nice doing his thing. All right. Time now for Good Morning Football Game Balls, where we highlight the best performances of the weekend. Not easy to pick just one, but you had to. Yeah, I'm going to go with the guy whose highlight I just showed, Tyler Huntley, when the Baltimore Ravens. After the game, Stacey Dales had a chance to talk to him. And he, Tyler Huntley, imagine this week, right? Lamar Jackson's not feeling well. You get some reps. You don't know what's going to happen. You get a text message on Friday from Lamar saying, hey, man, go out and ball out. I don't know if I'm going to be able to play. And he did just that. I mean, for Lamar Huntley, I mean, excuse me, for Tyler Huntley to go out there and get a victory on the road and play the way he played. It's phenomenal. How do you not love a guy like that just coming in under the gun? And then, of course, goes in the locker room. The first guy to congratulate him is Lamar. Not feeling well at all, but supporting his boy. It's got a good nickname, Snoop. Snoop Huntley. That's what they call him. Snoop's his Twitter handle, right? At Snoop. Snoop. Okay. I liked his post game a lot. It was very genuine. Yeah. Um, this guy's nickname is definitely not Snoop, but I'm giving my my uh, game ball to Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings <laughs> quarterback. You know Kirk Cousins on the season, the whole damn season, has thrown two interceptions? He hasn't thrown one in five straight games. He has 21 touchdowns, two interceptions. I saw a note from Dovey Kleinman on Twitter that the all-time best record ever for a ratio is Tom Brady, 28 touchdowns, two interceptions. Kirk Cousins is actually flirting with that right now. He may break that Brady record, and yesterday he was sensational again. Huge numbers. Wasn't rattled by Rodgers, wasn't rattled by the Packers. 
I still think the Vikings are coming for this thing. I think they've had weird, sloppy, strange losses, and I think they have a really good roster with an excellent quarterback. Who Did he celebrate last night by going to, I don't know, a steakhouse loosely based in Australian culture? Maybe. Maybe did he did. pay with a gift card? Probably. <laughs> and there is an awesome video the Vikings put out of yeah. he and his wife driving home and honking at a fan who has a Vikings van and then waving at him. It was so Kirk Cousins, and I mean wholesome, cool, great. And flannel shirt. Right? <laughs> Full flannel. L.L. Bean, for sure. But Kirk, game ball, man. You're awesome. But imagine if you're that fan, right? You're Incredible. At, you're on your way home. Because there's a car behind you. It pulls up Crazy. to the road. And it's Kirk so dead. Like, like one, you're awesome. probably doing one of those, yes. and it was just adorable. So go check it out. I want the Colts to be in it. I really like some of their players, characters, their coach, their GM, Ballard. I like it all, and I really like Jonathan Taylor. And the Derrick Henry injury happened. I remember saying at this breakfast table, Jonathan Taylor's going to get the love now, the spotlight, because it's all Derrick Henry, and he deserves it. But with him out and him sidelined, watch him be the best running back in the game and get the love for it. And he is. And sometime yesterday, between what, like the third and fourth touchdown, I sent the email. It was the first one. Yeah. I'm never the first to send Give me the JT. Email. Never. I'm like, just give me Jonathan Taylor for the mm -hmm. game ball here. Incredible. Five touchdown performance, 204 scrimmage yards. Just the fifth player in Super Bowl era to put up 200 yards and five touchdowns in the game. That joins Jerry Rice, mm. Sean Alexander, Jamal Charles, and Clinton Portis. He ties LaDainian Tomlinson's NFL record, racking up eight straight games with 100 more yards and at least a touchdown. It is an unbelievable performance, and I think he has a lot to do, of course, with the Colts being right back in the thick of the playoff race at 6-5. and five. So, Jonathan Taylor, it had to be done. Mm -hmm. uh, an incredible performance and a great kid. Great kid. And speaking of great people and great ambassadors of the game, what if I told you my game ball is going to a 35-year-old man who has been on five different NFL teams and has never been, like, the dude? Yeah. And for a quick three-week stint, kept his team afloat and not only won games, won games on the road. Let's go with Colt McCoy, yep. who took the Cardinals into Seattle and got the victory yesterday in relief of Kyler Murray. McCoy was awesome, as, as he always is when you need him in a big spot. I've seen him for Washington win against Dallas in Dallas on a Monday night. And then I go back to last year. Last year, a struggling Giants team no Daniel Jones. It was Colt McCoy who went into Seattle Same place. and beat the Seahawks. Now, you want the craziest stat of the day, the one that you won't believe is true? Colt McCoy is the only NFL quarterback, including the Seattle quarterbacks, who has won a regular season game the last two years in Seattle. Explained. Russell Wilson still has not won at home. Geno Smith, Smith won the game this year. Last year, no other quarterback won two games. Colt McCoy over the last two years is the only quarterback <laughs> to have a win what? in one year and the other year, consecutive years. Russell still hasn't won at home. Uh -huh. Geno Smith has the only win here. And last year, Colt McCoy got a victory. The Cardinals are the number one seed in the NFC, and they have not done any apologies for it. You're not listing all their injuries like we are with other teams and saying, yeah, but mm. Cardinals just get the job done. Colt McCoy, 35 years old. The pride of Jim Ned High School. I know this means a lot to Kingsbury, a fellow Texas high school quarterback mm. legend, to see his guy Colt McCoy get some wins for Kyler Murray in relief. When I said they're the best team in the NFL, nobody was like, yeah, Kay, you're right. So what, you guys don't think so? I just haven't thought about it yet. I mean, they've been I, I without can't their quarterback and their wrong. star wide receiver for almost a month, and they're still on top of everything. A week almost oh, I a month without Kyler. Yeah, no, I mean, they're really good. They're really good. What do you guys think? <laughs> Objectively, they're 9 and 2. You guys don't think yeah. they're the best team? I, I think they. I think they're a darn good team. I think the fact that it was Seattle is just looks so bad right now. I think that's yeah. probably why it's like it was yeah. like a, uh, they won, but it was like uh, you know. Who's better? 
They lost to the Packers at home on a Thursday night without Devontae Adams. I would have said the Packers. And then the Packers just lost two. So it, it's close. They're definitely in the conversation. Nine and two is nine and damn two. It's awesome. Playoff pictures keep changing, and we're not even done with week 11 yet. It wraps up with a showdown between the Giants and the Bucks. It's in Tampa. It's Monday Night Football. Any thoughts, guys? Any feelings on how this might go or what I need to be looking at? Tonight? Everyone's going to talk about Gronk and Antonio Brown. Vita Vea, to me, is the most important missing player for the Buccaneers this weekend. Last week, he went off on the cart. It's like, oh, my God. Say he's going to miss a couple weeks unlikely to do anything over the next few. And I think the Giants, if Saquon's back, they can run the ball right up the mm. gut on Tampa. I I think the Giants going into Tampa is going to be a tall task because mm. they don't lose there very often, especially with Brady. But, mm. gosh, no Vita Vea, a huge loss. Can't stress it enough. Antonio Brown and Gronk, sure, that's the names. Those are the headlines. Vita Vea, the big body in the middle. I could see Saquon, if he's out there, gobbling up some yards on mm. Thanksgiving week. I think gobble, I too. Gobble, I gobble, gobble. too. Gobble, gobble him up yeah. here. Nice. Uh, I think the Bucks got to get going here. Bucks and I won a game in three weeks. The last time Tampa won a game, it was uh, week seven against the Bears. Mm. It's kind of this not, me not memorable game at all. Last loss, remember, Bruce Arians comes out and calls the team dumb. There was a question to him about, um, you know, there's some interceptions. Was that just problems between the quarterback and the receiver? And he goes, no, it wasn't the receiver. It was the quarterback. Talking about Brady. Uh, we got to get this thing cracking now because there's some teams in the NFC that could take this team out. And I would just like to say, you know, Peter, you mentioned the Vita Vea thing. Yeah. Notice how little we've talked about the Bucks defense this year. Yeah, they've been it, torn it, up. Devin White, we'd like to talk about you. We love you. We celebrate you. These guys who were, were all in the in the boat parade and everything, not a lot of big plays, not a lot of splash moments. And we're talented and we're young and everything, but like this is the time to get it going now. If you're going to do that thing like you did last year where you pulled the cord on the lawnmower, let's go. Let's go. A couple losses in a row. This is the night. This game is huge for the Giants. Uh, I appreciate everything you're saying about the Bucs, but for the Giants right now, this is monumental right now. If you can find a way to get a win on Monday Night Football against the Bucs, you've got the Eagles coming to town on next Sunday on a short week. Okay. This is huge. But if, if they lose the game, I feel like it's like, all right, you know what? That's it. It's, it's another lost season. Daniel Jones, first victory, his very first start in the NFL, his very first victory Talk about it. was down in Tampa, yep. week three, 2019, and he won the game with a quarterback scramble, and I think that's going to be the key to this matchup. The thing I'm watching for tonight is, can they protect Daniel Jones? You talked about their defense, the Bucks' defense, Kyle, and they're you know not doing a whole lot. This front can get after the quarterback. So give me JPP mm -hmm. against Andrew Thomas, the Giants left tackle. They just activated off of IR. Okay. He's coming off of a leg injury. He hurt his knee a few weeks back. That will be a great matchup. And if he could protect Daniel Jones, they got a shot. But if, oh Andrew, if Andrew Thomas mm -hmm. has a rough day in the office, mm -hmm. it could be a long day for mm -hmm. Daniel Jones, mm -hmm. even with Saquon Barkley. What an upset that would be if the Bucks lose this game. They've lost back-to-back -back games, pressures on them. And this is one of those where, crowd, they could make up ground. The Packers lost. The Cowboys mm -hmm. lost. Like, make up ground in the NFC with a win here at home. Don't panic button, I think, if they lose this game to the Giants. I really do. Panic button for, for me, the Bucks. Yeah, I think so. Wow. I think it's mm -hmm. not good. They just health, can't handle the NFC well, East. Health is the thing mm. that they had last year, and then they won the Super Bowl. To your point about health, like, it's what they don't have mm. right now, and that's going to be a huge problem. So, And they're coming off the bye. Longer season. Mm -hmm. More Good Morning Football mm -hmm. after this. Stay tuned tonight. We'll have highlights for you in the morning. Enjoy your day. Be safe. Dabbing turkeys! Yeah, we want it. Get you some. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. 
There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit mortonbuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.